You're putting me on. Lovely. Okay. I'm on. <laughs> well, good morning. How are you this morning? You okay? I'm just going to come back a bit. I always do that, don't I? Anyway, good morning. This morning, um, we're starting our Advent theme. We should have some slides coming up in a moment, just so that, but while we're waiting for that, I'll just explain the theme to us. Um, this year, we've done Merry Christmas, um, hashtag there is more to Christmas, because most of us may know that at this time of year, it can all get a little bit crazy with all the more that we may think we need to do, all the more that we may think we need to buy, all the more that we, all the occasions that we need to go to pre-Christmas dinner. And so we're just saying that there is more to Christmas than all of that. And as far as I'm concerned, and I hope it is for you too, for anyone that will receive the message this morning, it is good news to you. It is good news to you if you will receive the message this morning. So really, this Christmas is, is really being honest and real with the reality of our lives because Christmas comes, doesn't it, every year. We know it's going to come on December the 25th, yet we're still running around like headless chickens, right? Anyone running around or thinking, even thinking in your head that you have too much to juggle at the moment because of Christmas? Is there anyone that feels like that at the moment? I can see a few nods. You don't want to admit it, do you? Well, today we are talking about the realities of our lives and what Christmas, what God has done. He, he's come to earth to be in, in, in it with us into the realities of our lives. And that includes our current realities. I'm going to read to you from John 1. If you have your Bibles, then pick it up if you can, and if you have, or look at it on your screens, maybe you've got a Bible app or something, but it, I'm reading from the message version, actually, um, so you may have a different version, but it's, it's the same thing. This is, this is a paraphrase, but it does capture everything. So in John 1, it says, the word was first, the word present to God, God present to the word, the word was God in readiness for God from day one. If anyone's wondering about what the word is, then the word is really Jesus. Everything was created through him. Nothing, not one thing came into being without him. What came into existence was life, and the life was light to live by. The life light blazed out of the darkness, and the darkness couldn't put it out. There once was a man, his name was John, sent by God to point out the way to the lifelight. So John was sent to point out the way to Jesus. He came to show everyone where to look, who to believe in. John was not himself the light. So he's talking about John the Baptist. He was there to show the way to light. The light life was the real thing. Jesus is the real thing. Forget Coca-Cola. Jesus is the real thing. Every person entering life, he brings into light. He was in the world. The world was there through him, and yet the world didn't even notice. He came to his own people, but they didn't want him. But whoever did want him, so those who, who, who want the good news, who choose to believe, whoever did want him, who believed he was who he claimed and would do what he said, he made to be their true selves. 
their child of God selves. These are the God begotten, not blood begotten, not flesh begotten, not sex begotten. So the good news is that the word became flesh and blood and moved into the neighborhood. We saw the glory with our own eyes, the one of a kind glory, like father, like son, generous inside and out, true from start to finish. That is good news. See, and I'm not perfect. I've, the reality is that I'm really not good with, um, with these things. Can you help me, Stefan? Ah, oh, I've done it. How, did you do it for me, Ruth? I thought it was a miracle. I'd done it. Did you see that? <laughs> when I look to you, Ruth, would you please, you know, click the next one when it's, when it's the time? Thank you so much. Okay, I did try, though. Actually, I'll just let you know that I did... I'm not boasting, but I'm just saying this isn't a boast at all, but I cannot usually do, make, even make these slides. And this time I made them. I thought I must make these slides. I can't keep relying on other pe people to do this for me. So I made these slides. And honestly, I will really work on being able to try and do the clicker and make them move, okay? So that's the next thing. I can't quite do it all at once. <laughs> anyway. You know, this is good news that God is with us. And what does that really mean? It means that God came, came to earth. He sent Jesus. He sent him. Jesus, just, just to explain this a bit, Jesus came to the earth in flesh, but Jesus was with God in the beginning. He was with God in the beginning. So Jesus, the incarnation of God in Christ, means that he literally dwells with us. So not only is God with us, but if we choose it, he dwells in us. He's with us and he can be in us. That, is, that blows my mind. It is a miracle, isn't it? It is a miracle, but it's also a bit of a paradox, isn't it? That Jesus was fully God, is fully God, and yet was fully human. But what that means for us, that is good news for us because Jesus, when he was born, he was born into a bit of a mess. There was, political, there was political stuff going on in that day, just like it is for us now. He was born into that. He was born to a virgin, so he didn't have a natural human father other than Joseph. He was born in a stable, so they were homeless as they were looking for somewhere for, to Mary to actually give birth to him. So Jesus was literally born in the muck. So Jesus is not put off and he can actually help us and he wants to be with us and he is with us in the realities of our life, in the realities of the muck that can, can sometimes be our life. I'll carry on, but I do need the next slide. So he knows what it is to be fully human because he lived, he moved into the neighborhood. He came, he was born, he grew up, he became a man and he walked, he walked through his neighborhood. He was with the people. He was God incarnate. He was God on earth. And that is such good news for us. He knows what it is to be human. So we can be confident that he has shared our birth, our life and our death. That doesn't mean that he was, you know, he, he just means that he's entered into that himself. He was physically born, 
He had a physical life on earth, and he had a very painful physical death. Everything except sin. So Jesus can relate to us. If you need anyone that's going to really relate to you, it's Jesus. He can relate to us in the stuff of life that is hard because he knows what it was like to live and walk on this earth. He understands the pressures and the realities of life. And actually, he also does understand the pressures and realities of our sinful behavior but he didn't enter into sin, which is why he can be the perfect sacrifice. He is the perfect sacrifice, and he is our savior. He is fully God as he shares our birth, life, and death because he brings the eternal, undying life and love of God into our world. So that means that he's opened the door for us to have new possibilities of forgiveness, renewal, and resurrection. They're all opened up to us. It's opened up to us. This gift has came. God came to earth. Jesus was born. Jesus, God incarnate, to move and dwell amongst us. So this Christmas story, this nativity, it isn't just an abstract theme of something that maybe you might buy one of your children, a lovely picture book of the nativity for Christmas. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. But it isn't an abstract story. This story is all about how God loves the world so much that he sent his son, Jesus Christ, to live and die and then be resurrected so that you and I can enter into that new life, the Christ life, the life that God originally intended for us. So there is more to Christmas if you choose to receive and believe it, there is more to Christmas than what meets the eye, than what we see, than what the world around us tells us Christmas is. Um, and he, he knows, he fully knows what it means to be human. And the more we get to know God, the more that we will know that we're, he's familiar with our realities. And also, we will also be familiar with our realities. We'll be self-aware enough because as we get to know God, we also get to know ourselves. And we'll be self-aware enough to know what our realities actually are. Because we'll have allowed him to shine his light into our hearts and into our lives. Into the dark places of our lives. The things that we perhaps would ordinarily hide or shy away from. He brings that light. And that light, hear me here, that light is for healing and love. God's stance towards all of us is that of love and grace and mercy. And that is such good news. So if we can have the next slide. <laughs> I just had to put that in there because, you know, I saw it on something and I thought, I've got to put it in there. But, you know, basically, this poor little, this poor little monkey, I don't know what breed it is, but he's just, you know, how... He or she, who knows? But look, my hairstyle today is called I Tried. And you know what? We can all have bad hair days, can't we? Especially, probably the ladies maybe have more bad hair days. Is that being unfair and unkind? But I think it's true. And in fact, just really briefly, I had a bit of a bad hair day today. I'm going to just be open and completely honest with you. I had a bit of a bad hair day today. I washed my hair yesterday and got it ready so this morning I could straighten it. Sorry, guys, you'll probably switch off at this, at this point. But I have, I have this white strip on the top of my head. 
because I didn't get to get my hair, my roots done last week, and I still haven't had time to do it, okay? So I'm just letting you in onto a little bit of my life, okay? And maybe you can relate, ladies. I think maybe some men do dye their hair nowadays as well, actually, so maybe there's a few of you that might relate. Anyway, I had this strip on my hair, and then I went to get my crayon, my hair crayon that I have, especially for occasions like that. And when I opened it, it was like flat and there was nothing in it. I was like, oh my goodness, I can't go looking like this. What am I going to do? My first thought was I will phone a friend because I know a friend that uses the same color as me. And I thought, stop, what are you talking about today? Today you're talking about the mess and realities of life. And I know this is like a real silly little reality, but that's what it was. So me being me and being very, um, very creative actually in these moments is that I took my my compact that is, <laughs> that is my, you know, your brow compact, ladies, where you've got your wax and your powder. So basically, that's what's on my, that's what's there today, okay? So I'm just letting you in on that. And don't judge me for it, love me for it, please, because I'm not perfect. I want to show up without a white landing strip on my hair, okay? Anyway, that beside the point. The fact is, my hairstyle today is called I Tried. And do you know what I love about that? I love because actually we keep showing up, don't we, every day. You've showed up here today. We're trying. Every one of us is trying to do this life in the best way that we can. But do you know what? The good news. We don't have to try that hard if we just receive the good news of Jesus Christ. We really don't have to try that hard because it means that he's with us. And the with means not just that he's with us, like with us, but the with means in the original that to keep and protect us. So we have a savior who has come to earth to be with us, to be with me. You know, when I'm having one of these things in the mirror in the morning with my strip, and actually my big mirror's gone as well because I've taken that down. So just a bit of a nightmare. But anyway, he's with me. He's with me this morning. He's with me when I'm speaking. He's with you. He's with you. Whatever it is, whatever struggles you have, I know, because I know a lot of you guys quite well, I know, I know that there are struggles, I know that there are losses, I know that there are hardships, I know that there are worries and concerns, you know, there is broken relationships, family breakdown, you know, and the thing is with Christmas, we can really feel the pressure of that, can't we? Because Christmas the way, that, the way that consumerism has packaged Christmas is that we need, you know, we need this turkey and we need these mince pies and, you know, they're in grades, aren't they? So, okay, if you, if you get them from Aldi or Lidl, you know, that's great, but, you know, there is, let's say, there's, these, there's this little class system, isn't there, in, in terms of what kind of Christmas you can have. Like if you have the Marks and Spencers one or the Waitrose one, you're really, you've really doing all right. You've really come up in the world. Do you know what I'm saying? But you know what? There's more to it than that. But we, we succumb sometimes to this pressure because inside of us, without God in us, and actually sometimes with God in us, we, we're still in this process, we're still unfinished, we're in this process of being our true selves and being, being renewed to who we were originally intended to be. In this process, we can sometimes not even realize that this is a reality for us ourselves anyway, that we're succumbing to all this stuff, or we're not really, we want to hide our reality, that we've got things going on in our family that are difficult, that we're, you know, we've got relatives that are actually facing life-threatening 
health issues, we can kind of put on a brave face, can't we? We can kind of like proverbially put the makeup on and mask it and, and everything is okay and present, and present this lovely, glossy, shiny version of ourselves. Well, that is actually really exhausting, isn't it? Isn't it? It is so exhausting to do that, to just turn up every day, get out of bed, get going with your life and have to put on a mask to the rest of the world. And that is not what God wants us to do. God loves us in it. He loves us as we are. He's not surprised by your life at the moment. There's no surprise. God is, God is not this abstract someone sitting up like in the balcony and looking down and spectating and then saying to someone else oh gosh see the state she's in this morning she didn't even you know why didn't she get that that crayon when she was in boots the other day it's because her mind was somewhere else okay he's not doing that he's right here in it he's with me now i mentioned in a crayon because you know it's good to lighten things up a bit at christmas as well isn't it but I know that there are real realities that are really difficult that some of us and some of you are living in. And you know, God's light in us, he came so that we would have light, light in our life. He came to dispel the darkness, and he has actually overcome the darkness. But that doesn't mean that because we've chosen to follow Christ, that doesn't mean that we're no longer going to have any dark times or darkness. It just means that he's with us in it and he's shining his light on it. And he's leading us into the truth of who we, who we really are in terms of the truth of our condition as well of who we really are. But you know, the, the Christmas story is so significant it's so important for us to grasp this because otherwise the Christmas story for us is just like the story that it is for anyone else. It's just a story and it's abstract and it doesn't really mean anything other than we all just, you know, have a great time or not over Christmas, depending on how you're approaching it, depending on what your circumstances are. This year, Christmas is going to be terrible for some people. I actually um, was able to speak to a lady on Friday on the phone. Um, so look, Hebrews 4.15, we do not have a savior who is out of touch with our reality. He knows, he knows our reality. So whatever your realities are today, whatever it is that's really on your mind that you're struggling with, he knows, he has been through weakness and testing. He's experienced it all, all but sin. So let's walk right up to him and get what he is so ready to give. Take the mercy, accept the help. The Bible encourages us to come to him in the reality of who we are. I just want to say that you are good enough this morning. I'm good enough this morning. I'm good enough. I'm the one that's bringing the message. And I'm, when I'm saying I'm good enough, you know what I'm saying when I say that, don't you? I'm good enough. I'm good enough. We are sometimes disconnected from ourselves and don't even know we are hiding. Sometimes we need God's light. We need to ask him to come in. And actually, Christmas is a time where we can get triggered. We can have triggers our internal reality, if we're triggered or if we fly off the handle at things or if we go and do things that perhaps we know aren't right to do, then that's usually an indication that something has triggered something in us and it's the stuff that's in us, not the trigger. <laughs> 
Jesus wants to shine a light on the things inside of us that we would rather not be there. This can be, can be played out in our relationships and circumstances, challenging family situations at the moment or dynamics, conflict, hurt, loneliness, loss, fear, all things which we can feel, especially at this time of year. There is something about Christmas, isn't there, that kind of like heightens heightens whatever's going on, whatever the reality is of our life. But you know, whatever the reality is for you this morning, God is with you in it. If you take nothing else from this message this morning, God is with you. God is with you. He's with you in your struggle. He's with you in that problem. He's with you in your mind, in those thoughts that you have about maybe about yourself that aren't good. He's with you. He's with you in those. He's with you in your family dynamics. He's with you if you have, if you're grieving right now, he is so with you. If your heart is broken right now, God is with you. He came to be with you. He came so that you could have life and light, the light life. He did it. He came and he's done it. So what is your response going to be this morning? What does that mean for us? Because God doesn't want us to deny and hide our realities. Because when we do that, actually there is no healing power in denial. There is no healing in denial. We know that, don't we? There is no healing in denial. God, when we bring things out into the, into the open and into the light before God... He forgives us of our sin. He's there. Forgiveness is there. We've been singing the song. Come to the altar. Jesus is calling. Forgiveness is near you. It's so near you. Jesus said, didn't he, the kingdom of God is near. Well, it's near this morning. Jesus is here with us this morning. He's present with us. And he's here to be with us. He's here to say to you, I love you. I love you, even though you've got all this stuff going on, even though some of it might have been your own making. I still love you. I love you. Come to me. Come to me and accept this life from me. Accept it. Because the thing is, you see, we can, we can invest so much of our physical and emotional energies into trying to keep things all together. And all the expect expectations of this time of year, I've already, um, you know, damaged an expectation because I, I was supposed to be somewhere last night and, um, and I didn't go because I needed to just chill out because I'd had a really busy week. And so someone's expectation of me, you know, is going to be, you know, I, I perhaps let them down. But, you know... I have to be real with that, and I have to be real with the fact that, you know, I'd had a busy week, real with myself. I just couldn't do it, and then rock up and do this today, you know? I couldn't have parted all the time last night, okay, and done this message, because <laughs> I would have definitely had my strip of grey on my, on my head if I'd have done that, because I'd have stayed out too late. But all this is exhausting, and it leaves us feeling empty, and Jesus Christ came so that you could have life and have it in the full. So, I'm just going to ask, actually, if the band comes, Christoph, can you come back up? And Katrina. 
So while we just get back into our last song, I just want to ask you, what are you struggling with? What is it that you're struggling with? Just take a little moment. Make some space this Christmas time. Make space so that the stuff can come to the surface. The light and darkness, Christmas comes and it shines a light. Are you willing to allow the light to come in? Wherever you find yourself today, whatever your reality is, Jesus welcomes us as we are. Come to Jesus as you are. <laughs> he will come alongside you and will be with you in it regardless. There is no need to struggle on your own. Can I just read this to you because... This is, this is how it works. <laughs> this is the reality of how God works. So over a month ago, um, someone prayed. I went to pray for someone. <laughs> they wanted prayer. And then I asked them if they would pray for me. And they prayed for me. Uh, sorry, I am going to get a little bit emotion. A bit emotion. Is that okay? Can we have a bit of emotional, emotional stuff at Christmas? But she had been sitting and praying for me since that time, which was like just about a month ago, actually. Mm -hmm. And she said that Jesus had this word for me, and maybe it might be a word for you too. Sit quietly with me, letting all your fears and worries bubble up to the surface of your consciousness. There, in the light of my presence, the bubbles pop and disappear. However, some fears surface over and over again, especially fear of the future. You tend to protect yourself mentally into the next day, week, month, year, decade, and you visualize yourself coping badly in those times. What you are seeing is a false image because it doesn't include me. <laughs> those gloomy times that you imagine will not come to pass since my presence will be with you at all times. When a future-oriented worry assails you, capture it and disarm it by diffusing or suffusing, sorry, the light of my presence into the mental image. Say, your, say to yourself, Jesus will be with me then and there. With his help, I can cope. Then come home to the present moment where you can enjoy peace in my presence. Let's take a moment to just be really aware of his presence with us this morning. And if you have a reality that you need prayer for, then just come forward and someone will come and pray with you. God bless you.